This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, what up? This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. This is in the conversation. The podcast. What's good, man? Oh man, it's all good. Yeah. You know Same what I mean? old shit back here, back again. Yeah, for sure, for got sure. The people tuned in. For sure. Came uh, another week. We got another guest at the table. No doubt. Most definitely. Uh Cuzzo DeVille. Cuzzo DeVille, uh, true player for real. True player for real. <laughs> That's what's uh, up. Jacksonville zone. Ali, introduce the people. Well, Cuzzo DeVille is a good friend of mine from way, way back. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, I met him. He was a real young hustler. You know, uh, he was one of the most enterprising young cats I had ever met at that time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He was probably like 19, had a restaurant. Had a, you know what I'm saying? Just, That's crazy. You know? Just opened up. He just rented a building with about 15 rooms in it, like a a hostel, wow. and turned it into like a a lounge club for college people. Yeah. Uh, she, you know, he, he was just a all around enterprising ass cat uh-huh. that was always doing more mm-hmm. than you know what I'm saying, more than his capabilities, but above li- and beyond, living to it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like playing above the rim. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. on the ground. Okay. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I'll take that. I'll take that. You'll take that? Yeah, that's it. Well, shit. Let's talk about that. How, do, how did you have a fucking restaurant? Because when I first met you, you was cooking too. You was you were, you were man in a whole situation. Right. How did you start a restaurant? How did you man a restaurant, run a restaurant at 19 years old? How'd that come well, about? My, well, to be honest with you, my, and thank you all for having me too. I appreciate that. No doubt. That, no man. doubt. Shout I, out to Cuzzo. I need a look and, here and there. You know and, what I mean? And, and he from Jacksonville, Duval. Yeah. yeah on, on the rise. You know what I mean? But nah, seriously, uh, my, my family, mm-hmm. my, my grandma and my, uh-huh. my father had had a restaurant, you know what I mean, in Jacksonville. Okay. Pretty simple stuff, you know, just frying shrimp, okay. frying fish and wings and stuff right, like right, that. Right, right. And uh and my grandma, of course, have her signature recipes, uh-huh. schooled me and uh my dad. Let you, know. you she gave you the recipe. Was yeah, it yeah. a problem or was no, it a... well the problem was actually with my dad, because he he was still trying to come up. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hold on. He was like, yo, you hold you can't you got a building oh, already? Y'all was dueling? It, it was a slight duel. Ooh. It was a slight Ooh-wee. duel. Hey, mama, you skipping generations. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he but won't... he had the same sauce as you, though. He had same the recipe sauce. too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, but he, the thing about the problem was, he did so much. You know what I mean? He never did. He yeah. never did. Kind of like what I got going on right now. I do so much to where I never really focus on something. So I said, all right, I'm not going to do the whole menu and everything we know how to cook. I'll, I'll slim it down, trim it down to just a couple of choice items. Right. And so I knew how to do those items to perfection. So uh-huh. I went up to, you know, I, it was a lack. It wasn't going on in Tallahassee, what was going on in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. So, you know, I started out on the corner just okay. selling just regular rib. I mean, just regular grilled food. Like, it was crazy. I just used to buy a case of chicken. Uh-huh. FMU. FMU. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and, just, uh, and just sell, like, dollar chicken sandwiches. Okay. Because it was big-ass dollar Chicken right. sandwich and everybody yeah. slide in like because you think about it right College. even now to this day you know what I'm saying five dollars I get five 
whole pieces of chicken right off the grill. Right. Like I had niggas coming in, like you just got off, like yo, give me ten, you know what I mean? Right. Like, ten hot fresh pieces of chicken off the grill. So again, when my signature was like uh, what they call it, like garlic crabs, it's it's real big in in, in the south now. Um, and so that was this. nobody was doing it at the time. And see, lemon is a crab. Yeah. Oh, really? Talk to me, man. Yeah. Man. Nobody was doing it, and, and and now it's a phenomenon. I mean, you got Chinese people cooking and, and Arabs uh -huh. cooking garlic crabs now, but at the time, uh, nobody was doing it. And my grandmother had a, a great recipe for that. So I just was like, yo, it don't take no much that much. You know, what's the first and last on the, on the, on the rent, uh -huh. the light bill. Uh -huh. um, you know, you buy your stock. Pay a, I had a couple, you know, cats who was rolling with me. You know what I'm saying? You do this and do that. Uh -huh. So it was pretty. It was pretty simple. Just real cut and dry hustling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, you know, just doubling up, re up, and you know what I'm saying. Service. Stay close to the streets to find out what's happening, mm -hmm. and keeping it fresh and hot, staying open. I just did it. I, it was it was great actually. I still haven't matched my income from those days, you mm. know. <laughs> I still have, I was like crazy money, like 11, 1200 a weekend. Fucking garlic crabs. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it was just one of those things that I was blessed to do and I, um, they still wanted to, I'm gonna bring it back out sooner or later okay. in some form or fashion. <coughs> so, so, it was cool. As a crab connoisseur. Right. Have you ever had garlic crabs? I think so. Are these, these are blue crabs just, or crab legs? Now you can do, originally we did the blue crab, but right. the seasoning, man, they do garlic crab, shrimp, right. neck bones, okay. uh, oxtail, like, they, they, the they just, it's, it's the sauce really. Right. But it, it really it really originated with, with, with people putting it on seafood. I've but seen this is blue it. crab, but we do it now. Like I said, it's, it's definitely uh, the. Um, it's in the world now. Yeah, it's definitely out there. Now. I'm curious how you do it because I've seen, I've had some shit like at the boil or whatever like that, mm -hmm. and then I've seen. Uh, shout out to Layla Glam. She be doing like a lemon pepper or garlic something on her mm -hmm. on her Instagram often. Mm -hmm. right. That's the only time I've ever seen it in the blue crab situation. Right. So I don't want you to drop the whole full on, full on. Grandma scroll, but it's give me a couple bullet points on or matter. I mean, if you want to share it with the people, nah. Well, it's it was it's a real simple concept. You gotta Go have you know you got your regular seasoned salt, right? You know what I mean, mm -hmm. and 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 you got your your garlic right powder. You right. know what I mean, and then you got butter, garlic powder, seasoned salt, uh -huh. a little um, what's another uh. I'll give you some Old Bay. Okay. Throw some Old Bay okay. up in there. Uh -huh. And that's pretty much it. Okay. And it's all in the wrist, though. You know it's, what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Right. And so I start out with just, you know, I don't like cooking in that. Uh -huh. I kind of just cook the the, uh, the crabs in a, in a seasoned water with the Old Bay, the seasoned salt. Right. And, and, and the garlic seasoning in the water. Mm -hmm. And then I take that out. And then that's when I go with the butter mm -hmm. and uh, extra little trimmings. Uh -huh. See, coming up, we had garlic crabs from... Uh, Captain Crabs in Miami introduced yeah. the garlic crab to mm -hmm. to Miami, and it was like there's have you know like full on garlic pieces and shit yep. like that. That's how but, Trick Daddy do his. Yeah, so you probably got from from Captain Crabs too. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what introduced it to us when that mm. shit came to Miami. It was like oh shit, garlic. Go get a bucket of garlic crabs. They still got that shit. Yeah, that shit yeah. was like a special treat at the crib, and then they already have them halfway. Opened up for you, yeah. That's a so good clean, that was the big part about it. It was, it was cleaning them. You right. know what I'm saying? That was, you know, what I mean, I used to just get cats off the, off the street almost. You know what I mean? I needed, like, you need some work. Oh, you got to clean, clean these crabs, crabs. right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you know, uh, that that was the hardest part about it, just cleaning them. And so uh, I, that's what kind of like led to me not really 
vibing with it because it was just hard to find people to hold down that job. Right. So, you know, it was easier just to, you know, drop 15 shrimp and some grease and make the same amount of money. Right. So, I mean, the garlic crab was my specialty, but when it came down to dollars and cents, it was just made more sense just to do stuff that was easier, quicker to, you know, you can, you know, like trying to keep crabs fresh. Right. Like for like, you have to keep them alive until you cook them. Right. And then after you cook them, you have to sell them because you, they, they're no good after, yeah. after that. So it was much easier to just get into, you know, just shrimp and, and wings and shit like that. Mm. So, but it, you know, like I said, I will bring it back. Now the now the the, uh, the king crabs or, or the uh, what do you, what do y'all the king crabs what they, what they call the uh, king crabs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's or another the, uh, name for the snow crab. Snow crab. Snow. Right. Now that's a, a money maker. Right. Because because they, they dead already. Yeah, well, they dead already, and oh, people charge. There's like the mark markup on them is like. Triple, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can get like it's like twenty dollars for one little cluster, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people pay. They already accustomed to paying big money for them. Yeah, so and when it, I, and it ain't as much work. It ain't as much work to get not, the meat. Yeah, you get so, that, get to that meat. Plow, plow, and it's, it's right there. So that's where we gonna be. Uh, you know, reintroduce. Actually, I'm gonna do it all again, man. Because uh-huh. it's it's fun. I like it. You know, what I mean, it's a tradition. It's definitely a demand for it. And so, if I could just manage the business part of it. I'm mm-hmm. looking to get back into it mm. after we make this money on this on this entertainment joint. I can't I can't right. go too far away from that. <laughs> but, but like when I, I I when I met him, I met him. He was a DJ on the radio station, right. and I had left FAMU for a couple years to start a record label. Mm-hmm. And when I got back, you know, I found it hard to get niggas to play my record. Mm. So. It was a situation where a position opened up for overnight, like a 12 to 3 in the morning radio slot. Mm. And I took it so I could play. You know what I'm saying? I could play what I wanted. Your shit. I could play my shit. I could play, you know what I'm saying? So I took the shift and, you know, started doing my thing. And then I started to understand the politics and who's who at the station. Mm -hmm. So, So Cuzzo, he had a show. That was on what? What day was your show? Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday. What was so, the name of your show? Extreme Venom. There you go. Like you know the Rattlers. Rattlers. Like Extreme. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so he had a show, but he would be on there just doing wild shit, like doing his own thing. He don't, he ain't following none of the rules. Yeah. So he'll be playing shit off a of tape. He'll just whatever wherever he find the music, he just play it. Okay. And then it got to the point like what I understood like the the PD the program director. They wouldn't give him no records, cause he's. I don't know why. I don't know what was going. Cause you would do your own thing. I don't know what. It what. forced me to do my own thing. Oh, yeah. so, so because you weren't getting records, you was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna yeah, just right. bring like, my own had, shit." Whoever had a high track, like yeah. I'm like, "Yo, it's on tape. I can play it. Yo, you you give it to me." Got it. Like, right. Which way before? Uh, well, I ain't gonna say way before, but that was that was, you know, it's commonplace now. You right. know what I mean? But at the time, I had to really really find music. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So so the the PD and them they you know the good music was in the closet on the vinyls and shit like right. that and they issued it out you know what I'm saying but he, they wouldn't give him no records damn so but he still had it cracking uh huh so I'm just watching all this shit I don't know you know what I mean I'm just they I, were giving you records yeah I go get I knew how to politic you know what I'm saying I go politic get my records uh-huh. you know what I mean and then I I'm I, still working on politics yeah I'm about to say I, I, have no, I have no politic game my politic because, game I'm so real you know what I mean like I'm I'm like I was a threat honestly my how I got kicked off the radio is 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 a is a travesty. Like I leave black ball. When you get kicked Uh-oh. off the radio? Uh Calvin Miles. Spicy. Oh, I thought love. Yeah, after you left. Oh, oh, yeah, Calvin yeah, yeah. Miles, uh, you what know, happened? he he yeah. sent he sent fake faxes 
to BMG. Okay. And it got me ousted. Well, anyway, so I'm watching all of this play out. You know, okay. man, I'm like, okay, he got a live show, uh-huh. but he wildcat doing his own shit. Yeah. And then, you know, I got my show. I'm doing my thing, whatever. Right. But after about about four or five months, uh-huh. the the general manager of the station got fired. Mm-hmm. And then um, I um, asked Dr. Hawkins, who rest in peace, rest who, in peace who, who controlled the station, mm-hmm. could I get that job? Right. And he was like, well, you know, to get that job, you had to have a PhD, but I can make you the interim GM until we find somebody. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm like, all right, bet. Uh-huh. And then, <clears throat> you know, most of the station was jazz into the night. But then, in the, so the big thing was always why we are, why are we a jazz station right. at a black college while we play the music that represents the students. Right. So I asked Dr. Hawkins, could I change the format? Right. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. Go damn, ahead. it was that simple. Yeah, it was like, go ahead. All you had to do was that. Like all these years, it was like, damn. Yeah. Shit. So, so I I came in one day and nobody knew I was a GM. I walked in and went into the GM office. Everybody was like, what the fuck you doing? It's like I'm the new GM. They were like, nah. I was like, shit, go ask Dr. Hawkins. <laughs> and I changed the format. <laughs> yeah. Nah, 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 we ain't changed it yet. So we was we started putting shit to play. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe like two months in, we started the transition to change the format. Uh huh. And in that process, I you know I was asking around, understanding what people felt about the station in the community. Right. And then um, I talked to this one lady. It was like a, she was like an older lady, like back then. She probably was like thirty nine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but you know, oh, back Larry. then, back then old. she was one of the elders. <laughs> yeah, old. back then wow. she was old. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, I'm, I'm like twenty five. Right. So I was like, so she, you know, what I'm saying she was cute too. And she was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I work at the station. She was like, oh, you work at the station? Uh-huh. You know Spud Eastwood? That's what he used to go by, uh-huh. Spud Eastwood. Uh-huh. You know Spud Eastwood? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know Spud Eastwood. I love him. <laughs> I'm like, what? I just love how he, he just he just for the people. Uh-huh. And then I was to talk to somebody else. And they were like, yeah. Everybody I talked to was like, yo, I love that show. Right. So I'm like, damn. So I got to. So when I changed the format, I made his show every day. Right. And then gave him access to all the shit because he was like the Tupac of the radio station. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Preach. Cause, Preach. Because, you know what I'm saying? He'll be on some shit like, he'll be on some shit like, you know, he'll be just like, you know what I'm saying? This is a hike. This goes out to all my baby mamas out there. Right. If nobody ain't representing for you, you know, Spud Eastwood represent for you. You know they what I'm saying? Seen. I, I know you're holding it down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know the, I know your baby daddy tripping and you're holding it down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm holding it down right with you. Just call me. Let me know what you want to hear type shit. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So the, the hood, mm-hmm. the community Resonate. had a lot of love. And then, you know what I'm saying? The chicks really loved that shit. Uh-huh. And that shit, that shit just worked. And, you know, that's who he was. And, and. It was like you know, it was it was almost like a shame that they didn't let him get it off before, right? So that's my buddies with Cuzzo Deville. And then you you got it off for a minute, and then it was a fucking travesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well we don't want to talk about the travesty. No, not the travesty, <laughs> but that I want to know what what was the next stage? Because I know there's a few things. I know at one point we worked together, right? And you was you was doing your Cuzzo Deville thing, absolutely. Let's talk about how that transition happened. All right, so from radio, like I said, I was I was kind of forced out of radio, man, because uh, I was a college marketing rep for BMG, which was Arista Bad Boy. I used to get all the music, and like you said, everybody loved my show. I was really like a big deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. This is like I don't want to date myself, but this is before email and all this shit. You okay, know what I mean? like, they but had for real, niggas 
had the facts in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Was, you know, I, don't, I don't remember emailing the home. Like, like it, it was, was it? crazy. It was like real. Like I, it was like I was a phenomenon, man. Okay. I really, really caused problems for people who didn't have their shit together. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> they kind of like my, I really had this PD. Like the, whoever came in, the GM, mm -hmm. he, he 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 was sending faxes like, "Yo, this guy's a threat. He's a he's a he's a." Cause I, you know, I had my grill in. Right. This is like before grills was popular. Right. Like I, they never, they never seen nothing like yeah. that. Yeah. So I was a threat. I was real thuggish. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I was, you know. Just, what was the rest of the faculty like? How old were they? What was the like? Were you the no, youngest you, motherfucker? Was you it wasn't like the youngest. Everybody was students, and then you had the people who ran it who were like, you know, grown. Right. But you got to understand, after we ran this roguish ass program right. for about a year and a half. Uh huh. You know, we ran it like a regular commercial hip hop station. Right. You know what I'm saying? Once they brought in a new GM, he tried to rein it back in. Oh, and, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it was, it's like, like if you used to being at a college station and it's just running as a college station, it's slow motion. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got your kids sign up on the sheet and then, you know, they play the records and you, you keep it moving. But the way we had it going was mm -hmm. that. It was resonating so much in the city. It was competitive. It was competitive with the commercial stations. Right. right. To, to the point, to the point where, when we changed the format, there were no hip hop stations in Tallahassee. Florida. Wow. After we changed the format, it was five hip hop stations yep. in a little bitty ass town like Tallahassee. And mm -hmm. how soon did that happen? Like how long did it about take? About a year. Wow. After about a year, it was they started just popping up. Everybody started changing their formats uh -huh. to to fit that because it was moving. Right. You know what I mean? So when when the new when the new regime came in, they didn't want to deal with all that. They just wanted, you know, they wanted, you know, do their job, you know what I mean? Make it simple, you know what I'm saying? Keep the instructional part, you know what I mean, clean. Mm -hmm. And that was that. So they didn't really want all that shit. You know what I mean? Right. I think they changed the format back to what it was before. Uh, back to jazz? No, nah, I mean, I think a little, little looser than it was before, but they definitely reined it in. Mm -hmm. You know, though I guess they still kept the name, you know, because we had changed the name. Yeah, you to, changed the name to the flavor. Yeah, we changed the 90.5 to flavor. Okay. So they kept it. It's still it's still the flavor right now. All but right. you know That's what I'm saying? What's up. Yeah, That's it's what's still up. the flavor. And y'all, you started the flavor. So anybody at FAMU. Actually, under my regime, DJ Dap. Create he came up with that name. We had a meeting and then everybody was everybody was throwing out names of what we could call it. And uh DJ Dap was like, yo, we should be the we should be the flavor. Mm -hmm. The flavor station. Flavor station. I was like, yo, that's cool. And yeah. then that's what it became 90.5, the flavor. The flavor. That's and awesome. so again, what happened was uh the new regime ousted me and I was I was lost. And I, truth be told, this is this is real shit. I still haven't found myself. You know what I'm saying? Because that was I had I, I had it was it was my outlet. Mm -hmm. It was my platform. Right. It was my outlet. I got the inst instant feedback. Right. Um. If I said something was funny, I can I, they call in, let me know it was funny. You know what I'm saying? Like I can really prepare and say, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna kill him with this, and then I can get that instant feedback. You know what I'm saying? So when they took that away from me, I ain't had. I was like really really lost. Then Tupac died. And then I was like, oh man, I don't, you know, I just didn't have, it was just, I was lost. So Muhammad here <laughs> made the transition from radio and music to uh -huh. TV. Okay. So he was also, if y'all, I don't know what y'all talked about, I'm sure y'all have, but he also pioneered the first TV show. 
in, in Tallahassee. Pioneer ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so my natural progression was right, right. TV. Yeah. And so we, you know, he, you know, he did his little one-two step and, and got me into that. And so we started interviewing people. Like my first ever interview was with, with Outcast. Like my first on-camera interview was Outcast. What album was that? That was before that was before AT Aliens. Yeah, it was before AT Aliens. So, so it, was, it was it was in between right. Southern Playlistic and AT Aliens. It was okay. my fact. AT Aliens was out because I remember okay. I was actually playing AT Aliens on the, on the flavor. So it had to be after that. Okay. AT Aliens was out. So it must have been AT Aliens album. Uh, AT Aliens album. Okay. And my second interview on TV with, with Muhammad was fucking uh, P Diddy wow. and Jermaine Dupree. That was my very my first. You know what I'm saying? These came are, in the game. Yeah, huh? I came on the game in the game with, with those types of interviews. Right. So um that started getting me a little bit more structure and I started liking that. But again, um how we how we got to the cuz of the villain me rapping because people like Andre from three thousand, I mean Andre from Big uh from okay. Outcast was like, yo, what kind of shoes is them? Mm-hmm. Like he fucking filling my shoes and uh-huh. like, yo, this you know, he was really paying me way more attention than I was paying him. Yeah. So he was, I'm like, damn, you know, these rap niggas like me. Right. So I'm like, damn. So I I, I was, uh, you know, a bit of a star uh-huh. to stars. Right. And so I, for for a long, I'm like, yo. And, but I, I seen how quick people, like music is everywhere. Like you can go in a grocery store and hear a song. You can mm-hmm. rob, somebody rob out a car, you hear a song. So I'm like, shit, I need to do this music shit. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm already a star. I got, I got stuff to talk about. I got personality. I need to do music. Right. And so by this time... 50 Cent coming out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I need to try it. So by the time I met up with you, mm-hmm. I was already, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, this is what I want to do. I know I got the, the skill set. I know I got the look. I got the background. I'm going to be, I'm going to do music. But the, the trouble came with the engineers. I never could find mm-hmm. people who could mix and master my shit mm-hmm. in a timely fashion. And it just got not boring, but it just got too much. It was they took it was, the fun out it of it. It was too much work. And see, the thing about it is, when you're trying to do rap, and any rap nigga out there know, you know, what I'm saying anybody that's out there aspiring to do rap right. should know that music ain't just the music. You know what I'm saying? The shit has an organization to it. You know what I mean? And if you're not, if you don't, if you're not able to be still mm-hmm. and create the the infrastructure. For your business that is music, mm-hmm. it's gonna be difficult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think I think with with Cuzzo, mm-hmm. I think your whole thing was that you were so much in regular life mm-hmm. that it's hard to sit down in a chair and say, "All right, let me put this thing together in an organized fashion." Because by the time you sit down, your phone rang. You you know what I'm saying? You got to you know you want to be in the club here. You want to be there? You're going to be everywhere. By the time you get there, might not see you for two, three days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because your, your one day turned to three days. So it's hard to make it happen when you don't have the infrastructure. Or guidance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, my, like, for right now, I'm still loyal to, to Muhammad. Like, I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, ain't, I, I don't even let nobody, 
I got people I have conversations with. I was having conversations with people about, yeah, you know, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that, but Man. I'm still trying to kind of not be committed to nobody because I want to leave myself available for, mm-hmm. you know, who I'm loyal to and all kinds of stuff. Like, I, I just didn't make the proper moves it, it takes to, and aggression. I'm, I'm not yeah. really aggressive because I got, if this don't work, Man. I could do something else. Mm-hmm. And so, I, even though the biggest rap stars, I'm like, oh, I could do that, you know what I mean? So, it was just like, I wasn't really intrigued enough about, by the by the by the 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 just the position, you know what I'm right, saying. I right. wanted to be a star, but I was a star in real life. Everywhere I went, everywhere right, I, right. everybody I talked and, to, and, fuck now with the shit me. started to feel and like that, work. Yeah, yeah, that's right. that's what the shit. That's where that's where the shit. Yeah, stops because yeah, you you was popping in real life. Like he put me with T Pain before T Pain was T Pain. Wow. Right, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. When we had T Pain on them shows, right, T Pain was at the house. Right. right, you know what I'm saying. And and you know he's he, he, his first beats was with Justice League, right? Wow. You know what I'm saying? His wow. his first songs that he made yeah. had Justice League beats, exactly. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? But without the organization and the patience, you know, it, it gets difficult. Mm. So that's there you have it. And then, like I said, I'm still piecing this shit together today. <laughs> right, right, right. I hear you. <laughs> so what you what you feeling like now? What you what's your what you leaning towards? Right now I can I can out rap any motherfucker. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like if you play a beat on, I'm gonna make you know what I'm saying? I can I can I can rap like, you know, oh, with the best shit. Of them. Okay. You know what I'm right. saying? But again, um I've turned into more of a personality, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Because you have to be kind of like multifaceted. Right. But that's worked against me. Everybody tell me, shit, you do so, you know, I could do a lot of shit good. Right. It's like everybody, once I have a conversation, I like, okay, so, okay, w- w- what you want to do, man? Right. You know what I'm saying? What you what, what we doing here? Right, right, right. And so with music, I can just answer. You give me a beat, I'm going to make you a hit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And so all the other ends and betweens, I need, I, I need people who are good at whatever else it takes to make it happen. I need people. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, the talent part and the hustle and the drive, I got that. It's just I don't have time to be going back and forth with, 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 with you know what I'm saying, <laughs> with, 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 with the industry, you know what I'm saying? When right. I'm really a star in real life, my regular my regular job, I'm a teacher now, you right. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So the kids love my na- the neighborhood love me, you know right. what I'm saying? I got little, little you know, your jingles and shit like that. Right. I got all kinds of shit that, that can prove to you that I'm, you know, talented yeah. and well felt. It's just the industry part. I'ma need some type of help, and that's the reason why I'm really up here in New York now. Cause I, you know, I frequent up here just to see, test the water, see what's happening, have conversations, and you know what I'm saying, just display my shit, you know, step by step. But to answer your question, I could most definitely rap. I did a couple movies. I did Stomp the Yard too, um, a couple little cameos here and there on the acting tip. Mm-hmm. Um, I got friends in the industry. Lil Duval is my is one of my main mm-hmm. man, so I might go out on the road with him and, and, and background him for a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm, I also got you know a lot of experience in, in media and journalism, so I you know host different shows, put on different events, and and you know capture other people's shit. So basically, my whole platform is I like to interview niggas and and, mm-hmm. and, and make make something out of nothing, right? And add so, to the whole party. So yeah. So, Lil Duval, you introduced us to him yeah. in the in the 05, shit, old, 03, old something. something early. Yeah. Yeah. The O's. The O's. And um, how did y'all come together? How did you uh, you and Lil Duval come together? Well, we grew up together. We we uh we from the same block. Um, you know, he's from Myrtle Avenue. I'm from Moncrief, and they and they cross like this. 
And so, yeah, probably like 10th, 9th, 10th grade, we, we would just always run across each other. Then um, we start getting cars and start going around each other's house, spending night around each other's house and just really just being cool, like real home. Like we was really like buddy, buddy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just that, you know, you have, I'm pretty sure you got an old high school yeah. homie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We ain't dress alike and shit like that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> that was where we said, fuck it, that's <laughs> yeah, too yeah. far. I don't yeah. think nobody suggested that. Yeah, 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 but nah, but we was <laughs> Just like, in case. It was just like, you know, I mean, we seen like, you know, like, I guess like, it was just like, we knew we was popular, we knew we was entertainers, and we mm-hmm. knew we was regular, I mean, we was not regular dudes. So we kind of took to each other. When we go to the club, everybody like, okay, there go them niggas. You know what I'm saying? And that, and then what happened was I went to, I was a year ahead of him. I went to college to FAMU and became a radio sensation. And, you know, I mean, he was still at the crib. And what happened was he was like, dang, man, I want to figure out what I'm going to do. And he didn't necessarily, the school thing wasn't his thing. So when he graduated, he was like, I know I want to be a star. I'm going straight to Atlanta. So he went to Atlanta. And, and I was in Tallahassee. Now, keep in mind, when I was in Tallahassee, I was a big deal. I was on Ricky Lake, the Ricky Lake show. So he always really looked at me like, <laughs> I want to be doing this, what this yeah. nigga doing. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he really, found, by him being in Atlanta, he knew the business of it. Right. I mean, he found, you know, he got up under other comedians. Right. And, you know, he just played the scene or whatever he had to do. But we still always remained tight. And I was his biggest fan when he started his very first show. I was mm-hmm. there. Like, you know, I, mean, I ain't no, I never wanted to be a comedian. I knew I was funny. I mm-hmm. had a personality, but the art of being a comedian, right. you know, the business of being a comedian, and, and the, you know, the format of, you know, rolling out jokes and, and, and all that, mm-hmm. you know, I just didn't, ha- I didn't have that, you know, mm-hmm. but we, when we together, we was just like, we was, a lot of his material was based off just our relationship mm-hmm. early on. So, you know, again, we was just childhood friends that just grew up. You know, as we became men, you know, we just still kicked it and made sure we was, you know, holding it down for one another. So that's basically how it is to this day. You know what I mean? Right. Now, of course, he's, you know, phenomenon and a major star, but I can call, he answer, you know what I mean? If I go to Atlanta, I can post up at the crib, right. I can dry the whip. I ain't flew on, I ain't flew on, the, on the jet yet, but mm. you know what I'm saying? You know, but I'm just saying, we was, it, the, the basic, the base of our relationship is, is you know, his oh, mom even called. Oh, he me. got a jet now. He got a jet. He has a jet. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, damn. Yeah. yeah, he has a jet. Yeah. Um, but his mom calls me her son. Mm-hmm. You know, his sister. I used to feed for your sister, but never win a pinner type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a bar that you said. That's a that's bar a, from Tupac. Oh, nigga. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I ain't mad at you. It's from oh, I ain't okay, mad. Right, like, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? But my point is, we 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 y'all go we, back. We go back. That's you know family. What I mean? And I always supported him. Um, and you know, we just. It's just the thing about it. I, that's part of the reason why I never did comedy. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I mean, you probably know that. Didn't want to impose I didn't want to impose. I let him have it. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I just knew I was going to be the num- the next rapper. Uh-huh. Like all this sing songy shit. Right. That's me. Right. Way before sing songy shit. For, for real. For real. Way before uh-huh. sing songy shit was what what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, and me and me and T Pain made. I like I was around for a lot of T Pain's first music. Like right. I'm sprung. Like, you know what I mean? That, that was my yeah. era. I was doing that shit yeah. way before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I said, all right, well, I know this rap shit going to work for me sooner or later. I, was, I had moved to New York. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I know it's about to pop. Mm-hmm. And so I never really worried about what he had going on as far as, you know, comedy. I'm like, oh, I got my lane. You got your lane. We going to see each other at the top. You know what I mean? That's right. what's happening. And again, I, regular life got caught up. I got caught up with regular life. 
you know, took a little bit of a hiatus. Just I had a son, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So a regular life hit me, and while I, I just honed my skills as a, a personality, I became more of a personality rather than a, a rapper or a comedian, just somebody with talent who can mm-hmm. get down on any scene. But my, my boy is... Um, he supports me. Um, I would like a lot more support, but mm-hmm. I'm good where I'm at. And the, the right. song that he got that's popping, man, it really, the hook alone, it just really, you yeah. know, it, it really just, you know, embraces how we think. You know right. what I mean? We ain't right. worried about no other nigga. And that's, you know and what I'm that's, saying? That was the funny thing about the first time I met him. I mean, I met him before he hosted the Yard Fest, mm-hmm. but he was always on his own shit, regardless of right. what was happening. It didn't matter what your format was; he right. was gonna do his format. And I just I remember us being in L.A. and um, Will Packer and Rob was doing a screening of one of the movies, and um, he yeah, was there. Told, yeah, got and um, and I was like, "Yo, I could, I know, you know, what I'm saying you comedian, but I'm just if you want to get into acting, you know, what I'm saying you probably should meet these cats, you know, what I'm saying." Right. He was like, man, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I he wasn't even he wasn't concerned. Right. He wasn't concerned with nothing but what he was doing at the moment. Fuck all that future. What if maybe nothing politics? He wasn't about all that politics shit. It was just I do what I do, and that's that. Right. You know what I'm saying? If niggas want to see me about what I do, then cool. Other than that, I don't need to meet no niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which I thought was strange because you know I'm used to. P- connecting politics, yeah. ditto, you know what I'm saying? Networking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not even networking, just, you know, positioning and making moves. Right. But he had it right. You know what I'm saying? You make you make everybody come to your shit, mm-hmm. and then it's more valuable. And then they'll be there. Right. And then it'll always be there. You always own your shit. He had it right. right. He had it right the whole time. Yeah. And, and that was the beginning. That was, you know what I mean? That was years ago. Yeah. Mm. And my stupid ass, I'm still stuck in that. See, the thing is, like I said, you get a break, you gotta, you gotta run with it. When you get the opportunity, yeah. you most certainly do. Yeah. See, I have that same problem. I'm like, yo, fuck all that shit they doing. I'm when my shit pop, it's gonna pop how I want it to pop. Right. And but unfortunately, you know, just not all the same chips, not the same cards. So it, I'm still. Well, still I'm out here. You still, yeah, doing you still you? out here, man. Yeah, this shit. You, you woke up this morning, then you. Yeah. I'm, if I'm you're breathing, me, what is that? What do you say? If you are, uh, if, <laughs> if you're breathing, you achieve. You achieve. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Niggas yeah. quote that shit like the Bible. Today is the day. There yeah, and it's cool. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. It, right. it, it basically sums it up. You right. know what I mean? And it's a great lifestyle to have. Right. You know what I mean? Speaking of achieving, well, go ahead, brother. What you thinking? I got. What y'all think about McMill? I told niggas it was going to happen. I told niggas it was going to happen. I swear. I told these motherfuckers. No, I'm serious. Because when he was, when the back-to-back, when he first got hit with the diss track, and he like, he ain't, I said, I know how the industry is. You know what I'm saying? I seen niggas beef and makeup. Right. I seen, I knew with Ross, and I I knew the business of it. I'm like, they got too much money to make to let just Meek Mill just fall off. Right. You know what I'm saying? I knew he wasn't going to fall off. Mm -hmm. So. So I knew it was gonna happen. What you thinking? I mean, I didn't call. I didn't. I didn't never. I never counted them out. I never yeah. counted them out. I was just disappointed in that battle. Right. If you remember, I've been saying I fuck with Meek Mill since he started. Right. He remind me. I always like the energy. You know what right. I mean? He, I said that nigga make cardio rap. You right. know what I mean? Like that shit is treadmill music. <laughs> he got that energy. You did, know what I mean? Did you listen to the album? Oh, I listened to the album. The album is fire. The album's fine, but Meek Mill's never put out a whack album, in my opinion. Right. This is, I think, this might be his best album. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, 
Yeah, it's good to see them. Um, you know, it's good to see the the evolution because mm -hmm. that's the thing. Like, he's definitely somebody that is known for, here we go again, known for a certain sensibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Meek Mill was one of the cast niggas was like, this is one of the last remaining street rappers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when you do that shit, you could, you could get caught up and doing the dumb shit over and over, trying right. to please your core because you want to be a real right. nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, but I guess that jail, that shit, of, that jail didn't yeah. feel too good. That shit is the, one of the best interventions, from what I understand. Right. You but know what I mean, it, I, ain't, I ain't even heard the whole album. It took me two days to get through because it it's a good 19 songs, which is that's a long ass album nowadays. I haven't even sat down to try yet. Oh. but what I did see. What I did see, uh -huh. and and again, I was never, I was never a Meek Mill fan, but right. I was never against Meek Mill. I was never, you know, what I'm saying, it yeah. was, I knew he had the anthem, the Negro, the National Negro anthem, absolutely. You know, what I'm saying, uh -huh. but for me, he his energy, that energy that you're talking about, he never brought it down. He never changed it. It was just always you one know, niggas, niggas get tired of the cardio sometimes. For me, yeah, I can so, dig it. So I wasn't against them. I fuck with. When I wanted to fuck with some cardio rap, mm -hmm. then I fuck with it. But I saw the nigga uh, Funk Flex freestyle. This recent one, yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. And and he 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 more grown with it, uh -huh. and he like real relaxed. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And he spitting his bars and shit, and he like he just chilling like. Right. And I like that shit. I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he brought it down right. a whole lot, but the bars was on point. Okay. He was real relaxed with it. You could tell he was, you know, real confident with it. And that shit right there sold me. I ain't even, I don't have to listen to the album. You know what I'm saying? That right there let me know his growth mm -hmm. and where he at with it right now. Mm -hmm. And I fuck with it. Mm. And it's good to see that, you know, not only you come back and, and get back to your position where you was, but he probably can ascend a little further. But then... You also grown man to shit, you know what I'm saying? Niggas you had beef with, all that shit is squad. Niggas, you know, niggas want to fuck with you now. Niggas don't want to be beefing with you now. You came out on the other side of adversity, and you're looking like you're looking like That's... money in a check. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Even even the game. Hey, he called me. Right. I'm like <laughs> game. When the last time you put out a record? You always uh, got a a beef, but no records. Yeah. But. Yeah, but don't forget about his breakup too. You know what I mean? Like breakups usually right. break, break niggas down. He was in you know the he was he yeah. was fucked up yeah. when the shit happened. When they right. when he was attacked. Let's right. just say that, because it was an attack. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, well now nah, it wasn't what even was an, an attack. attack. What it was wasn't an attack. attack honestly. What was an attack? I was gonna say the back to back record was an nah, attack, but he honestly Drake. he threw the he threw the first punch <laughs> and then he didn't realize, oh shit, this nigga's coming back immediately. <laughs> it was, I thought I, I, we had I, I, I thought this nigga, wow, this nigga ain't letting no time lapse. And my lady and me on the outs, so I'm fucked up emotionally. <laughs> nah. I probably can't get my bars together, so that might have fucked up a little bit of the momentum. Who knows? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, system. I, I, I forgot they was together. Yeah, That's because exactly. the nigga doing good now. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, you know. The other side of adversity. No doubt. Uh... But I did notice you still don't feel, uh, you still don't seem like you're going to listen to the album. I am going to listen to it. I just haven't. You know, I, you know, I have a thing with when it's the hype. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's hard to, to sit down and listen to an album objectively when it's the hype. I kind of like to organically catch it and feel it. Uh -huh. I see it pop up on my title, but I ain't ready yet. 
Okay. But I did, like I say, I saw the Funk Flex shit. Uh-huh. And then I don't want to be disappointed because that shit was hard as fuck. And then I heard a couple of the joints on the radio from the album. And it has that album, this a song energy. But okay. the, the freestyle had that, yeah, I'm, I'm out here fucking niggas up with these words, uh-huh. energy. Easy. Yeah, easy. easy. You know what I'm saying? So so I want to let that breathe a little bit before I jump into the album uh-huh. and get into that album energy. Because it's like the old Wayne, when he used to do the squad up shits, them shits used to be hard as fuck. And then you get to the album, the album sound like an album, it don't sound like the mixtapes. Right. So, right. you know, I want to let that breathe a little bit. I can dig it. Yeah, right. he, got top, he got two hits in the top 10. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He yeah. got that one. But you were playing yeah, last but you week. you didn't even know that hit. I didn't know that hit. That's why I'm surprised <laughs> you not fucking, you was radio promo I mean, for me last week. You know, because I be driving. <laughs> number one at radio. This nigga <laughs> said that last week. But I'm just saying, I be driving my daughter to school, so I be hearing all of whatever the radio shit is. Uh, did you, did you, cause I, I've seen in the comments, like I said, we always break it back the whole, first of all, today's that's, birthday. That's you. Yeah. Shout yeah. out birthday. <laughs> but did but you, I, did you hear the whole verse on this album? Yeah. Yes, I heard that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's real grown man. He laid that's, all the way back yeah. with that. He laid all the way back with the grown man, relax. Wow. Conversational. Yeah, real. I believe. Real patient. Yeah. That was a patient ass verse. Yeah. Whole, whole 49. Is uh, he? Yeah. Oh, word? I'm surprised they put his shit out then. Because <laughs> I mean, it's you been out there. Yeah. It's been out there. But I mean, I think he. I think that's his his industry age. But you know, he might be older than that. He might you be fifty one. I think. I you think whole fifty. I thought he was twenty six when Reasonable Doubt came out, which was in ninety six. I thought. I mean, I might be. So what's Hove that? can't be fifty. He forty nine. Forty nine. He was thirty before niggas was thirty. He was forty before niggas was. <laughs> so 40. he fifty before niggas fifty. He's gonna have to do it. He gonna be the only fifty. And he's the nigga that he. I tell y'all all the time. This motherfucker is one of the few that waved the flag for getting older. Yeah, and I appreciate he, that. Yeah, because he he got old gracefully and richfully. Yeah, yeah, but you know, shit, he's still giving niggas hope. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a yeah, I mean, shit, man, he make me feel good about turning. I, I mean, right. I'm not, I'm not even tripping because I'm pushing, I'm pushing 49. So right. I can't be out here talking. Like, and you living life. I'm living yeah. life. I can't. Yeah. I'm not saying nothing bad about the man age at all. Okay. I'm just saying he holding that shit down. He's yo. He's taking at, it to at, the next. I wonder if this nigga 59. Y'all, he could I mean, be. I'm, thinking, I'm just picturing. He's 49. That's the. He's definitely the, 49. Uh, what's Angie Martinez said it today, but we already knew he was shit. It was 40, 20, the 30, the new 20 back. That was fucking 15 years ago. It was a while ago. <laughs> shit. Shout out to me, my birthday tomorrow, too. Oh, right shit. After the oh, well, when this drop, it'll be your birthday. Yeah, well, happy oh. birthday to me. Shout that man out, man. Shout out, <laughs> Cuzzo DeVille. Happy birthday to the boy. Yep. Uh, what you gonna do? You in uh, New York? I got a, heli- I got a helicopter. Uh, Doing the helicopter, helicopter again? Th- Again? No, I'm fucking. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you got, that's a you got a helicopter? No, 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 no you no, got no. for real? No, I went to do the, t- the tour. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No, I ain't getting oh, right. chartered or no, no shit like that. I'm just saying. You got a helicopter, where you going? Nah, I think this is just doing a little tour and, you know, a couple little things with family and shit, right. man. And, you know, it's just fly. Just fly shit like that. You know what I mean? Something I can post up on the gram real quick. There you go. Some content. Some content. That's what we got. You know what I mean? But it feels good. You know what I mean? Getting old gracefully, like like you said. Yeah, that's that's the whole point. That's what it's supposed to be. I, you know, (laughs) nigga, hove make you not want (laughs) to cut a deal with nobody though. He'd be like, listen. 
I own all of this. That's, I've been on some shit that, recently. That shit, that shit easy to say when you already got a stack of money yeah. to the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't really need no help. Motherfucker needs some help. You can be cutting a deal. Like, hey, hey, yeah. so what, what's, the, what's the numbers we talking? Yeah, but that shit was tough. That's like Drake talking about, you know, I don't take percentages. I want the whole thing. Like, well, shit, nigga, I'm trying to get in the game. Let me get some of the percents. That's leverage talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. That's when you're on top. I got a question. Uh, Serious is This canceled. is some, uh, this is, I just want to float this past y'all. This is, this is like a case, I guess, you know, talking shit get a little too much traction. Because, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes this is a podcast. This is what we sit here. Right. We talk some shit. Sometimes we get a little too, right. too <laughs> loose with the words and shit. No doubt. Uh, but we got an engineer on deck to be like, hey, cut that out, because that, I don't need that in the world. We don't do that too much. So, now nah, we don't. We keep it 100. Yeah, I mean, I only remember two, three times we did that in four years. Okay, so we keep it a foul wow. As, yeah. As the, as the For the most say. part, y'all get exactly what we said. Yeah. And I'm proud of y'all niggas too, by the way. You know oh, what I mean? Shit, the consistency man. factor. Yeah, we were. I mean, we, we man. 200 and that is six, man, six that seven shit. deep. We out Pay here. attention, kids. But what's your point? So, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this shit, but... Uh, Michael B. Jordan's out here doing Creed Press, right? Okay. And uh, I guess in, I forget what interview it was, but I guess he was like, yo, they were like asking about his condition, his condition is all like he's been doing his thing. They were like, are there any fighters that you feel like you could fuck with right. on this level? Like, you could whoop? Pro, yeah, could you? He said- <laughs> Anybody you feel like you could whoop, they put them out Basically, there. <laughs> the old school, yo, you think you could beat such and such? That's <laughs> exactly. the old, that's, yeah. that's a kid move. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he got caught slipping. He said, you know- Back in Roy Jones' day, mm. he probably would have gave me, he probably would have put me down, but I think at this point oh, he in time, he I think at this point shit. in time in my life, I think I I, I think I could uh I could hold my own in there. I, Roy Jones might whip him right now so today. That's what he <laughs> so check it. You know Roy Jones, that shit. Doo, 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 that you shit. know that shit got to his phone quick. Nigga, that's all a boxer <laughs> waiting for is a fight. That <laughs> shit got to his phone nigga. quick. That shit wasn't even done out of Michael B. Jordan's like, mouth. Nigga, you heard what that nigga said? It was definitely so they they hit him on the on the camera. What, what, they say, what? Roy, what's popping? Now Roy might be fifty. Or 49. He's, he's like there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Jones. Now, he was a bad motherfucker back mm-hmm. in the day. So, Roy was like, first of all, I don't ever duck any fights. Mm-hmm. So, if they if they want to have let's a fight, it. let's make it happen. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the nigga, Roy ain't got nothing but upside. Let's be honest. One. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, uh, I'm probably not going to, I probably won't knock him out early on. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's 49. He's same age as whole. He said, I'm probably going to knock him out early on. I'm going to bring him. Into the deep water, to the deep uh. rounds, maybe six, seven rounds. And this is real shit. This nigga's <laughs> right. a pro. Right. So he could really do this shit right. with ease. Uh, my question for y'all is, what is Michael B. Jordan's best move? What should you do at this point? He might as well grace, gracefully bow out. Dunk. I was just playing, Roy. You know, I was, I he was don't, he don't want, You don't want none of that. You an actor, dog. There's not much upside you know on that. There's no upside. And this nigga been training for fighting since he was... Three, four years old. Mm. And that's a whole different kind of fighting than yeah. when you go to the gym, get some muscles, you know what I'm saying, and fight for the for the camera and shit. That's a whole different level of, of fighting. You know Roy gonna make a, a fucking example out of this. Yeah, yeah. This and, is y'all must have forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Y'all, right? definitely, y'all you can't, definitely you can't challenge a nigga who make a song that says y'all must have forgot. Because you know he, he wanna <laughs> all, make you remember, nigga. All, all Michael B gotta do, and I just did this about maybe three weeks ago. Look up one of them Roy Jones YouTubes. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. 
They got a YouTube on Roy Jones knockouts by body blows. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not even, you know what I'm saying? Not Roy Jones knockouts. Just the body blow knockouts. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got a whole YouTube mixtape. He's a bad man. You don't want no parts of that kind of shit. Even at 50, you don't want no parts of that shit. And and you, like, that should destroy the whole Creed franchise if Creed take an (laughs) L in the world. You know what I mean? God damn. That might be part of it. Niggas like, whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody on the phone now. The thing about it is you don't never want no street fight with a nigga they call champ. Mm. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, champ, don't do it to him, champ. You ever seen that YouTube with an old school cat? He like old school. He oh, got yeah. on a suit. Yeah. And he's like, don't do it to him, champ. Wink, wink, wink. Young, young nigga was fucking with him at, in front of the store. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? He ready. You know, he all ready to go. Mm-hmm. Champ took that whoop, 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 pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And it was over. Like now, you, now you're a YouTube viral sensation in the beginning of YouTube before it was called viral. They should maybe do something for charity. Maybe, because we, we want to no. see something. No, don't we? Yeah. Michael don't B. don't want to not, see nothing. I don't want to see nothing. I think if anything, we could do something on set. We keep this shit controlled. <laughs> yeah, keep it controlled. Yeah, but just to see a little yeah, something. But you, shit, it's going to get too good to a motherfucker. You know what I mean? It is, what's a little something? Right, right, but he gonna, said it, though. He but Roy, but Roy want to let him feel them hands. Yeah, he want to let him feel them you, hands one exactly. time just to let him know what a real fighter feel like. Yeah, you can't I, just say. I think if he said it and he put that out there like that, he, he should welcome it. whatever. If You know what I mean? He should welcome something. Yeah. A little, a little sparring, something, and just feel them hands. He yeah. didn't, he didn't, he didn't beg for. It. You yeah. know what I mean? Basically, <laughs> he should just be able to feel a little bit of it. Uh, you don't want no pause of that shit. Nah, y'all man. drinking this fat Italian man? Cause I want another one. Go, Go ahead, man. man. Enjoy, Enjoy it, brother. Enjoy it. Man. You were casting here. Yeah. yeah. Thank Happy birthday, me. man. Thank, yeah, there man. You thank y'all for that, having man. me. Man. What you doing for the Christmas season? For Christmas season, man. You know what? I, like I said, I'm a school teacher, man. I got a couple Christmas plays. Okay. So I'm directing that, and I got to try to get all that kind of shit situated. Um, wait a minute. Wait. So a hold minute. on. So wait you you directed school plays. Yep. You. Audition and cut and uh like you are you the gatekeeper or you the I'm one that's like hey sorry lights fucking talent fucking promotion does everyone get involved is it can you say hey listen there's no room on this production for you or will you just say listen you're not the best actor but I see you as a good grip how do you do that how do you deal with the motherfucking ambition well first of all the parents have a they have a lot of fucking they make it. A hard, they make it. They have an interesting dynamic to it because their kids got to shine. You gotta kind of. It's like coaching, you know. Yeah. Like put my kid in, you right. know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Right. But I, I did a good job of uh, of getting my cast. Uh, I, I got a little. I got one more layer of uh, uh, cuts to make. But basically, I I try to put put it this way. I put it on them, man. Come okay. on, just just knock it out the park. If you don't knock it out the park, then you understand you're not getting what you aspiring for. You got to bring the effort to the to the table. And what so year they, is this? This is these are fifth graders, man. Okay, All you know right. what I'm saying these are fourth, fifth graders. But again, I put it on them, man. You know what I'm saying? You get out what you put in, right? Um, and that's that's a pretty much the underlying message of, of all my teachings is, you know what I mean? You get out what you put in, right. you know what I mean? So we we've done a good job of of, of, of pooling the talent, and, and I think we got a good show. You got any serious like serious? Uh... Not on the acting tip. These okay. are some talented kids, uh-huh. but they're more so dancers. Uh-huh. 
and personalities. Okay. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. they can they gonna make you want to see more. Okay. And but I don't have the time to groom them. And for right. this particular production, it's basically a bunch of monologues. It's not really like a lot of you know back and forth with each other. Mm-hmm. It's just like the real actors of this particular play are just doing some monologues, and then we got like a little classroom group setting type scenes. You know what I mean? So it's it's pretty cool, but that's what I'm gonna be doing over the holidays, making sure this go because I fundraise. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody really gives me money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I have to buy all the new equipment. Oh, damn. Um, you know what I mean? Like I really I do TV production at the school as well. Mm-hmm. So I gotta buy all the new like latest and greatest state of the art equipment. So it's a lot. I wear a lot of hats at the school, so that's pretty much going to take up all my my my, my December. Okay. But, you know, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl and shit like that. I'm looking past the holidays. No, I, you going to Atlanta for the Super Bowl? Going? Lil Duval is my homie, man. I'm oh, gonna probably, right, 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 my, right, right. I'm hoping to be on the sideline. Well, I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> you going? Uh, you fucking with the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. We you got, I'll be out there. Look at this we shit. got we got Cavassier out there. I might be the last nigga boy. I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> the listen. Only nigga no, I'm not even shit. talking about. I ain't going to no game. I'm saying I'm going out and make some money during oh, the right. Super Bowl festivities. Okay. I got Cavassier. We doing content for. Uh huh. But you know, I'm looking to fill up the other days right. with some more work. So you know, any brands, any anybody out there needing content during the Super Bowl weekend on the things that you guys are doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Holla at your boy because we'll be there. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to pay to travel because we'll right. already be in the market. Nice. So if you let Duval know if he needs some, you know what I mean? <laughs> you some know. BTS. You know what I mean? It's behind the scenes, some content, some, you know what I mean? Original Super Bowl 2019 content at the he brand, that too. I think he... at the brand new Mercedes Benz, yeah. whatever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm there for that. I ain't going to see the game. Right. Yeah. Did y'all see that Oklahoma game though? No. Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Texas. No. Oh, not Oklahoma, not Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. Fuck the Oklahoma game. Yeah. I was in Oklahoma. That's why I'm asking about that. But <laughs> Al- I met the motherfucking Alabama Georgia. Alabama Georgia game. Yeah. Alabama nah, Georgia. Game. Missed, Georgia. Georgia lost, right? I yeah, saw that yeah, on but, the internet. Yeah, but yeah. the the dude who uh the dude who won the quarterback who won the game, he had in the in the championship game last year. Got benched. He got benched mm-hmm. after halftime. And the other cat in who, the last game last year, the yeah, last, last championship, championship game. game. So the championship is, game, he get benched at halftime. Was he fucking That's up? That's a big deal. I don't even remember. Had to be. So this is you know redemption. This. So Not, he got he got benched. This is way more than redemption. He got benched during halftime of that game. Right. And the cat who took over has been running it this year. Right. And so. They in the um, what's this the playoff game? What's this? The, yeah, well, the, no, it's the SEC championship. Yeah, that was the. Yep. So it's the SEC championship, uh-huh. the conference championship, mm-hmm. and the guy who took over for him after he got benched got hurt. Right, fourth quarter. Damn, they down seven. It's eleven minutes left. Yeah, cat ain't played the whole season. Cat ain't played the whole season. Not even off the bench. Not even off the bench. Uh oh. He, he come go. in Disney. He come <laughs> in. You know what I'm saying? Winning. Yeah. Brought him back, tied it up. Then, you know, next drive, came down the field. It's, it's, the shit is counting down. This is down to the seconds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They on the 16. He ice cold. You no, know, he ice cold in the motherfucker. They on the 16. He already, he drilling the passes, right. completing all these shits, but they on the 16-yard line. Uh-huh. It's probably, what, about 20-something seconds mm-hmm. and shit. This nigga dropped back, 
Then it's a quarterback draw. The motherfucker ran that bitch in. Mm. Won the game. Mm. Won the game. On the comeback. Because Georgia was dominating that game the whole time. Mm. Yeah, man. And they choked. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, but that's like the, that's what you call that. They did, it was, they did twice, man, to the it, same team. It was it was meant yeah. to be for him. <laughs> it was man. Alabama? Yeah, yeah Alabama. Yeah, yeah. So this cat, you know, he a hero of, of you know what I'm saying? He probably get back, go back to the bench after the other cat get well. Well, but, they you probably know. both going to the pros right now. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. They're going to fight. Say, well, fuck yeah, it. Well, I'm like, oh, well, we still got another game to well, play. Well, you know the NFL be tripping when you're a black quarterback. So, you know, that's still. Yeah, they, they still got some. It's the that's jury, still the jury kinda, is still out because they still got a game to play. They got to play either, uh, I think they play uh, either Notre Dame or Clemson. Mm. So, um, yeah. or, or so, it's another team out there too that's so, out there. You know, you never know with with the quarterback position how that shit play out. You could go, but then you know, you don't know how you're gonna get utilized. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lamar Jackson is is killing it right now. For, yeah. For the Ravens, he was a black quarterback. Yeah, he's it, not it, anymore. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. It, well, it, he, oh, it just, he was a black quarterback that went to the league and uh-huh. he plays quarterback in the league and he's three and zero. Oh and he's popping. as a starter. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, my other beer. Oh, go enjoy that. Yeah, man. You know what, I mean? what you got? You got anything? What's going on with you, man? Man, I I was in Oklahoma, like I just said, which was weird. I never been to Oklahoma. They got cactuses like out there. <laughs> I mean, that's what I always think. I think like they with might big as ass- well. Nah, but it's just flat. It's dry. Okay. It's Oklahoma. That shit. Okay. And you know, I was out there. You know, when I go to a place that I've never been to, right? You you try to feel the energy of it, right? And you know. The, the trip shit was that everybody was nice as fuck. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All the, you know, all the black people I came across was very nice. You know what I'm saying? We shot with this family. They was very nice. You know what I'm saying? Even though, even though I mean, you know, you, you think of Oklahoma, you think, you know, there might be some, you know what I'm saying, lynching and shit going on. Mm. But, you know, people was pretty nice, which was weird. But then, you know, I always go look up the history of a spot. I was about to ask you... Wasn't uh, Black Wall Street out there? Black Wall Tulsa? Street was Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. I was in Oklahoma City. But, you know what I'm saying, that plays a part in it. Like, Oklahoma was like, you know, the original place where blacks was like, you know what? We going to go out there because they had, you know, settled out. <laughs> Set <laughs> <whole> <laughs> shit up. No, they had settled out this place where, yeah. you know, it was like Indian. They called it Indian land. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, So they was like, you know, that might be the best place for us. Mm. Oklahoma has the most... Uh, black towns, uh-huh. like you know, what I'm saying <laughs> all black towns than any any place else in America. Really? Yeah, like I never you know, knew that. You know, what I'm saying not in numbers, they but pump as far that as that better. But but you know, what I'm saying it's like you know they went out there to create these towns, they own little settlements, right? And yes, Black Wall Street, right. Greenwood area of Tulsa uh-huh. was one of those settlements where you know they came together, pooled their own resources, built their own city. And had that shit popping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That shit all fell apart after the riot or whatever. That's what they call it, a riot. But it was basically an, an assassination on that community. But it was weird to to be there because in the stereotypical thought of Oklahoma is that some white, white. white country like, boy. White, like, white, you, like you finna get fucked up. Right, right. But it didn't feel like that. Interesting. There's definitely white, definitely trucks, definitely... Optically looks, you know what I'm saying, very white. And I'm sure there's a lot of racism and all that, all that shit that happens in every other city. Uh-huh. But it was just the energy of it felt a little different. That's what made me go kind of do my little research and shit. Mm. But yeah, I was out there, man. It was it was cool, man. But it definitely ain't a whole lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City, you know what I mean? Shit is just flat. Mm. 
Hmm. You know I've mean? never really ever I'm, had any I'm, desire to I'm go sure out. I'm sure that's why KD was like, yeah, now what? Let me get the fuck out. <laughs> Let me get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Russ still out there, but I'm sure I don't I don't know what a motherfucker would do. You you Just rich, go shopping. You're rich. I mean, look at Russ. That's all he do. Go shopping well. Buy new weird shirts. You know what I'm saying? You probably go shopping back in LA where you from. But it was like, you know, I don't know what you would do. I guess you build a big ass house and just throw parties at that bitch. I don't know. I guarantee you they got they getting it. Oh, it's some their, shit going. <laughs> on. If, if niggas could start Black Wall Street, it's definitely some black nightlife that you might not have seen. No, I, I didn't see I didn't see nothing. I'm sure it's some nightlife, but I'm just saying as far as you being like most of like uh, uh, NBA niggas is, is real rich. Right, uh, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Rich. Like the main NBA dude the official, on, on any team, the starters, the, the, the starters. The you know what I'm saying. Niggas is multi. Right. You know what I mean. So I just I beg to wonder what it is that a multi cat do in OKC. Right. You know what I'm saying. That's that's like I oh, yeah. I want to. That's some shit that I want to go see. Like okay, Russ, what what is it to do here? Out here? What know, do y'all do out of this motherfucker? You, yeah, I would want to hear that because, and I would, yep. I would, it would have to kind of really be off the off the record. Oh yeah, probably because right. it's probably Cause a lot of underground, yeah. a lot of house parties, a lot of wild shit. But yeah. you know, like you know, you in Atlanta, you know, it, it, yeah. you got a lot of shit. You in Miami, you in L.A., yeah. you know, even in New Oakland, you out in Oakland, there's right. shit to do. There's way more. There's a lot of shit to do. That's probably why. When you do find that little undercover OKC shit, yeah, that shit is probably so lit because <laughs> everybody's so fucking grateful. Yes, and it, you know what but, I mean. But it's like okay, like so, like like say you in these other cities and it offers a a, a a large crop of you know what I'm saying of fans, a large crop of 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 pretty uh you know groupies or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the groupie situation looked like in OKC. Not groupie, but like the the girls who chase after NBA niggas or the girls who the NBA niggas chase after. They got I wonder what that. I wonder what I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they do. But I wonder what that looked like. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I would assume it's just like every other city. You know? It's beautiful bitches everywhere. <laughs> like yeah, it is. I would assume there's not much That's tourism you know? community. This yeah, tourism I would, t- committee. I would assume. Yes, yeah, yeah, I would assume too, especially if they got an NBA team. Yeah. Shit. Come on. It's definitely Cuz if I you think about it, the bad bitches who are in LA are like fuck that, I'm going to Oklahoma. I doubt. I can still get <laughs> I'm I mean, saying. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. If you can out If you, you know, in the, if, I mean, I'm I'm sure that, you know, once, because what happens in NBA, you know, one cat lead this team, go to that team. I'm sure he flying them in and all like that. But I'm just saying, like, the local crop. Right. Guarantee you some bad. They probably got a scene. They got a little I know. I'm sure it is. But I'm just saying, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know it. I didn't, I didn't see how that even could be. <laughs> you know, not that it, not you that it can't. in your interview? Huh? You ain't asking with none of these interviews? Man, no, hey, man. man. I'm, I'm no, talking to I know family. talking about man, insurance. I'm talking insurance to family people, man. It was good but, uh, family people. Where the hoes at? Shout out, uh, to, shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Miss Frankie. Oh man, what well, up, Miss Frankie? Shout out, yeah, shout out to Miss Frankie. What she, what she do? Miss Frankie is a is a clergy person. Okay. And she's the the matriarch of a family that we went and covered for this um, insurance piece. On long term insurance, and you know they they her one of her her sons uh, faced a, a just a situation where it was like a freak 
thing where his heart stopped and now, you know, they thought he was gonna be dead, but he didn't die and he's you know, he's actually they 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 came together as a family to kind of take care of him. Right. And he's actually getting better because, like, you know, sometimes you get into these things and the doctor tell you that, you know, they're going to be a vegetable. Right. But he's not necessarily a vegetable. Right. So the family came together, you know what I'm saying, they set up their whole crib like a health facility. Like, his parts of the house is they got all the equipment and shit. They got a motherfucking staff. Right. And Miss Frankie is, like, the mama. She the matriarch, mm-hmm. so she she you know what I'm saying she do all of the the medicine shit. She hired a staff. She she managed the staff, and then the other daughter, you know what I'm saying, kind of finances the whole thing because she she went off and and became successful as a lawyer, and they all chipped in as a family to take care of this man after he had this thing. And you know, and when you're in these kind of situations, and that's the thing with this project, we did. Six, we did like eight different stories of, of families like this. And you get caught up in a situation where you you catch a health problem and you need people to take care of you. That's when you really see, you know what I'm saying? Who's fucking with what you? What kind of motherfucker <laughs> life and love you got? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of people can't do it financially. Yeah. One, two, ain't nobody got time for it. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Three, like you know what I'm saying? Like like one cat, I mean, I, you know. I can't I can't talk about it. But <laughs> but this this is what I will say. It makes you look at your life and how yeah. you treat people and how you do people right. a lot differently. Right. Because one day you might need somebody to wipe your ass. Yeah. You know what very real possibility. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's the real and, shit. And then, you know Goodness. and if you ain't got no motherfucking insurance. And you know what I'm saying? No long term insurance that could take care of people to come in and yeah. take care of your motherfucking ass. Yeah. You are solely dependent on who is going who is going your relationships and who is going <laughs> motherfucking volunteer right, right. for this motherfucking job. Oh, right. Man. You know what I'm saying? Who who you got in your circle? I know you, you know, talk to all kind of women. You, you know what I'm saying? You got girls over here. You got you got all you know. You got friends. You got. Damn. But who you got that's going to come? Look at us both looking at Everybody that. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we like, well, I got that one. You know what I'm saying? She might wipe my Are you my treating? Ass. Are she you going to wipe? She might wipe my nuts, but she ain't going for that. Let me see. Are you treating? <laughs> After some garlic crab, you're like, ah, oh, babe, this is, put a, put a are glove you, on Are them. you treating your people in a manner that will have them feel a certain kind of way about yeah, your ass? Yeah, I hope so. That they would come, not just watch your ass, but you know, come through, care help, for you, help you out, help you. You know what I'm saying? Manage your little bills and shit, cause you you done had a stroke and you can't write, and right. you know what I'm saying? You know what though? At the same point, cause this is the other thing. You know, you hope you got that right, right? And you hope that you also vulnerable and humble enough to say, listen, I need some help. Cause listen. there's, no, 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 but I'm sure, I mean, you've seen more recently than I have, but I'm right. I'm sure after some shit hit, right? Stroke, whatever. There's gotta be a little time when you're still in denial. Yeah, when that's still, me. You know what I mean? I would be totally you're still like, proud, you're still a little, you know to, what I mean? And that, that happens, that happens. 
But when that shit start caking up on your ass. That's what I was about to say. And itching. And burning. <laughs> and break down all your humility. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I should have called you three days ago. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Rob, this, this little diaper I'm wearing, ooh, it need to be changed. It heavy than a motherfucker. I need you to come through with a loofah sponge. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, when you young, you don't think about no oh, shit like God. that. That's... You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the thing about it is. The thing about it is, this is not all old people, man. Yeah, you know no, that's, that's the shit. That's the trip. You know what I'm saying? This man in OKC is younger than Hove. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. So his family, <laughs> his family, he got good family. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. They, they, they there. Right. You know what I mean? I just hope I'm putting in the kind of work yeah. that you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers will come back around and right. take care of me. When when I can't do shit for nobody. So let you know me ask you a question: Is that is that a uh, is that an early conversation you need to have with people at this moment? No, nah, it, it's not a direct. I need to know where you stand. Nah, nah, because because ain't nobody <laughs> gonna tell my ass. Right? Because ain't nobody gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> when the shit hit the fan. Because ain't nobody gonna Literally. tell you the truth on right. that. The real shit is because I've been studying this shit all my life, and and for real, it's like not not the you know who, who gonna take care of me, but when I was young. I would look at my grandma. My grandma moved with my grandma moved to Miami and she was taken care of. She might have been 50 something. Mm -hmm. 50, mm -hmm. 50 something. And I would always be wondering, like, you know what I'm saying? Why she ain't got no friends? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That was just a question that popped in my right. head. Uh -huh. And then I was, you know, then you start listening, you know. And, you know, at this point she treated the kids good and all that, but she was always that motherfucker, everybody know that, you know, little, little Billy don't play. She, she you know what I'm saying? Right. She, she stern. She's not stern, but she she don't fuck around. You know okay. what I'm saying? She give motherfuckers. She take she you know kick ass and take names. Gotcha. Like so, you know what I'm saying? She been kicking ass, and taking names all her motherfucking life. Now you get a little older. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got a whole lot of people that's just rallying around you and shit. Right. Cause you know what I'm saying? You been an ass kicker, talk shit up. You right. know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, uh -huh. kiss my motherfucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No Type puns intended. You know what I'm saying? She don't give a fuck. Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just took note of that. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, maybe you can't treat people like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, this type of project come across my table at this point in life. And it's like, damn, it's, it get really real because, you know, she she never had, the, you know what I'm saying, been in a position where she had to have people watching and stuff like that. But, you know. I might be in that position. Yeah. And my, my shit set up, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers, not even just the, you know what I'm saying, take care of me like that, but it's motherfuckers gonna come check in on a nigga yeah. Yeah. when you ain't got nothing to offer, when you ain't, you can't put a nigga on, right. and you know what I'm saying, all that shit. Will a motherfucker come just check in on you? Mm -hmm. What's up, you know? Right. Come kick it with you for, for 30 <clears throat> minutes and have a conversation and, and bring you a meal or some shit, or, you yeah. know? It's safe to say I'm gonna be fucked up. I can't get niggas to reply to my uh, text. Nah. But you got a bunch of chicks. Hey, man. This is. Hey. I ain't saying currently. No, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, just I, saying in general. I'm just saying. And the kids, the kids, you're inspiring the youth. Yeah, I, maybe one of them. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Yeah, man. You remember? Yeah. Fundraising out there, man. Shit. Maybe, perhaps. But it is something to think about. That is that, yeah. is that is something we don't really think about. Niggas do not think about that when they bring in the bottles around with nah. the sparklers and For shit real. like that. They, yeah. yeah, niggas all in your VIP, nigga, when you wipe my ass, though. Right. <laughs> right. You, if you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You all in my before VIP. We, before we toast, before I pop this, I just need to know. Yeah, I just need to know. What's Wee. up? You know what I'm saying? 
I feel that. That's a real conversation. That's the, in the conversation with yeah. T Lemon. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a serious. Oh, shit. That's a serious one, man. Ah, oh, shit. Cuzzo, tell the people where you're going to be this week. Hey, this week, once again, I'm um, doing a helicopter. Woo. Doing a helicopter ride tomorrow for my birthday. Um, I'm out with um, y'all. A lot of people don't know this young lady. Her name is Trenisa Stanford. She's uh, like a high executive of Estee Lauder. Mm. She has an event that I'm going to be hosting. Um, when uh, is that? This is uh, Thursday. Mm. Okay. So Where is she, that? in Jersey. Okay. Uh, I don't have all the details. You didn't invite me to that shit. I'm, I know you're pretty busy. Ooh. So I was just trying to. See, that's how niggas do you when you when you need your ass wiped. <laughs> I know you was busy. I knew you had your hands full. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but she just needed some regular role, you know, just master of ceremonies type okay. thing for a little yeah. little makeup type event. Um, uh, that's pretty much that's the only thing I have on the books except for Saturday. I do have an event. Um, a, a young lady I went to college with at FAMU is her 40th birthday in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm gonna miss oh, that. Shit. Sorry, I'm gonna miss that one. Yeah, so you know shout out. That's that, wow. and I got my brother coming up from from. Uh, I got my brother, his family coming up from Florida, so do some sightseeing. Okay, um, and just you know, I'm trying to uh, bump into a few uh, old familiar people. I, I, you know, I ran with back when I was in New York, so just trying to catch up a little bit and uh, spit these bars for somebody. You know what I mean? Anybody Uh-oh. got any? You know what I'm saying? Now, let me stop before you. I'm make about me... to say, yeah, 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 man, whoa, what's whoa, good? Whoa, 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 Let me, let me chill. Let me chill. Throw that. No, no, no. This would be a if first. If you had a beat, though, if you had oh, a beat, we could get a beat. This would be a first on the motherfucking ITC, but we make it happen. I get you an alchemist beat. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just trying to make you know reestablish myself in New York okay. and uh, uh, you know, set up some some work where I can come back and I see you, my nigga. I ain't seen my nigga in years. Yeah, man, it's been a minute, it's man. Been it's a good minute. to see you. It's yeah, good sure to be good to seen, see too. Mm-hmm. Muhammad, tell the people where you gonna be. Man, I'm gonna be back in the promised land, Miami, Florida this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Hometown uh, for Art Basel. Oh, you know shit. Man? We, got, we got a couple of things out there we, we doing as far as content. Then I'll be right the fuck back in New York. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And then we back on this mic. So you can catch me on the gram at Mr. Muhammad, on mm-hmm. Twitter at Mr. Muhammad, and at in the conversation all the motherfucker time. Mm, that's what's up. Ah, uh, shit. Where am I at? I'm at, uh, I'm at Gotham this Thursday. I'm doing a virtual reality show. That should be interesting. I'm at Eastville on Friday, at uh, Stand Up New York on uh, Saturday. And then, shit, I'll be back here on a good Tuesday or a good Wednesday to chop it up with y'all. And until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even in. To get in the conversation.